Are you a Christian in real estate wanting to grow your business and your faith? Then this podcast is for you. The Lord is at work and a movement is here. Christians in real estate all over the country are joining the Faithful Agent family to grow their business and their faith, and you can too. We are here to bring you into community with other Jesus-loving professionals who desire to grow their business and their faith also to create a Faithful Agent family. Join us as we navigate being a faithful Christian in the real estate world together. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Faithful Agent Podcast. I have with me the illustrious, I don't know what that means, the illustrious Cody Persinger. We call him Short Shorts. What is up, Short Shorts? What's up, man? I don't know what illustrious means either. I'm glad you're here. We have the also illustrious, the dis-illustrious, whatever that means, Tyler Wilson, we call him Chiseled Chin. What's up, Chiseled? I think you can be disillustrious, which I don't, I don't know if that's a word, and have a chiseled chin, but it's great. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know what it is. To be means. here. I'm just using words that I've heard before. And then myself, Garrett Maroon, they call me Loudmouth. It is good to be with all of you today. We're going to be talking today as we continue the What Does It Mean? Excuse me, to be a Godly Leader series, talking today about being teachable, Proverbs 19, 20. But before we do that, why don't we do – I'm going to go first. I'm going to go first. Oh, you know shocker. Why? Because, because – well, shut it. So, all right, here's, here it is. You ready for it, T? I'm ready. Why, why did the hawk sit on the church steeple? Because it was a bird of prey. Hey, yo. Nice. Yeah, that's okay. good. Yeah. That's funny. I like it. That's really good. That's good, man. Right. Good job. Thank you, buddy. What you got for me, Cody? Which book of the major prophets is easiest to understand? Ezekiel. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yes. It's the delivery. Ezekiel. It's not your joke. It it's is. the delivery. And it's Facial hilarious. expressions. I like it. Everybody. Yeah, the no one will see me, though, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's all of it. I'll have to post right. that one little snippet just so they can see that shit. <laughs> All right. What you got there, Chiseled? What did the lawyer ask when someone started talking about God's will? Was it notarized? Oh. Uh, I should have not let you go last. I like that one. I thought that was pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Well, we are excited to dive into this topic of what does it look like for a godly leader to be teachable? using Proverbs 19, verse 20. So, Cody, man, can you read that for us, buddy? That'd be great. Kick us off. Proverbs 19, 20. Listen to advice and accept instruction that you may gain wisdom in the future. Mm, it's good. And there's so much, obviously all the Proverbs, but so much talk about wisdom and all the understanding that we can gain, right, and all those things and the value of being teachable. So, Cody, I want you to real quickly just define for us when you hear the word teachable, what does that mean? Yeah. Teachable, I think in my line of work, would mean humbling yourself to listen to what others have to say, mm. especially others that have done it before, have come before mm. you, and you're always learning in this business. And especially from a business standpoint, you're, I'm constantly learning how to you know, grow a business and things like that. But it's very easy to... I guess throughout success to get in the mindset of, I did it. I got it made. I, it worked. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I did this, you know, but it's not about me. It's about 
it's about what God has done for me and through me. And, you know, think what he does through us is brings the people in our lives that have done it before and done it better mm. to teach. Mm. That's and good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like that. Cause I think, I think you hit on something real quick that I'll just comment on and, and let you guys start talking about this topic, but you know, the challenge of agents, I, I, you know, this is very black and white, but you know, let's say you've got this one agent who's doing really, really well and things are going well. They're thinking I'm good. You know, I don't need to be listening to people around me. I, I, you know, I feel like what I'm doing is working. Why do I need to change? Why didn't I do X, Y, and Z? And then you've kind of got the opposite, which is this agent who's not doing super well. And they're thinking, man, I just need help. Right. But at that point, they'll take help from literally anywhere and everyone, which also sometimes is not wise. Right. Mm -hmm. And so from a biblical perspective, being teachable means receive the instruction you know, take that instruction, line it up to scripture. And if scripture is counter to what they said, then what they said is flat wrong, right? right. If scripture says, or either lines up or doesn't comment on it, you've got to use your own discernment in that. We did an episode a while back on, on who's in your inner circle. And it goes back to be teachable, right? Have that heart of teachability and, and non-believers can absolutely share good good insight for you. But specifically, who are you accepting instruction from? Who are you listening to for advice? And certainly among anyone, you should be teachable. You should have a heart posture of teachability to those in your life who know and love Christ, right? Most importantly, what's the opposite of teachability? How does that play out? Tyler, you've yeah. seen that, I'm sure. sure. Uh, we all have. So how does, how does it play out when someone isn't teachable? What's the mm -hmm. signs there? Yeah. Well, I mean, lack of the opposite of being teachable is obstinate or stubbornness and, mm -hmm. a, and a refusal to to change your ways or to be pliable to the situation or adhere to any type of wisdom. Wait, hold so, on real quick. You use four big words. So if you could chill it out a little bit, sorry. me and Cody's brains just exploded. Yeah. So let's use it. That's good. That's what you're saying. It was just great. Yeah, so, yeah right. It was. Yeah. <laughs> But truly, what it means to be teachable, as what I had in my mind before you even spoke to you, is I think we can't confuse teachable, being teachable with just doing what people tell you to do. Because there's, there's a huge gap between just doing what you're told and being teachable or coachable. And because that is the whole dead fish swimming downstream adage where, I mean, if you just do what people say, that doesn't make you teachable. That just makes you easily manipulated. So there's discernment that comes with being teachable. When I think some of somebody who is ideally teachable, and I've said that word eight times now in the last 30 seconds, is it somebody who has the capacity to engage in dialogue back and forth with somebody who is attempting to share their experiences and their knowledge with them. So somebody that has gone before, somebody that has some perspective that maybe the one being teached is lacking in the moment. That's what being teachable is. Like I think about my times, again, I'm going to relate it back to my previous career when I was playing at the highest level that you could possibly play. And I would have conversations with guys in the lower levels in the minor leagues. I'd come back and I would train at the University of Virginia with guys that are in college um, and they'd be asking me tons of questions and I'd share my experiences and I'd share my insights and, and what the game had taught me in however many years. But in the same breath, 
I would be gleaning so much from them based on where their heads were in that moment. There was an opportunity for me to be taught, even though I'm the one being the teacher in the moment, right? I think because we don't, we're not all omniscient. None of us in this conversation and nobody in this world is omniscient like God is. We're not omnipresent. What that means is we don't know everything. We're not everywhere. And we don't have this all-knowing feature that God and Christ did. What that demands is even if we're in a position, and this is the point of this episode, is even if we're in a position of leadership, we have to recognize that we're not those things that I just mentioned. And so we should always be teachable or coachable, regardless of the hierarchy of the dynamic of the conversation going on. Mm. You hear about the smartest people in the world, the greatest leaders in the world. They talk about the books that they've read, the mastermind rooms that they've got in, the community of people that are constantly challenging them and pressing into them. That's because they have enough of an understanding that they don't know everything. Now they're confident. We're required to be confident in our faith, assured in our faith, be confident exactly who you are and who Christ made you. But once you cross that threshold into abundant pride or stubbornness or being obstinate, to use those words again, you're no longer teachable. You're no longer being sanctified. You're no longer having the opportunity to grow both personally, spiritually, and professionally. So I, that was a, a long-winded yeah. answer to what the opposite is. But No, that's good, though. I think at the, you know so many times I've seen this is as agents, we go to our clients and we want to teach the client what to do and what's right and blah, blah, blah. But we are unwilling to be teachable in that moment, right? And mm. like you said, T, we're unwilling to ask good questions and listen. We're unwilling to, you know, let them share something and say, oh, wow, that's interesting. You know, I didn't know that about that neighborhood or whatever. We come from a perspective of we're the teachers and we have nothing to gain from them. And like you said, anyone, we can learn from anyone. And I want to come to Cody here in a sec. You know, something that I've found fascinating is I've, as I've, ruminated on there's my uva word nice as i've thought deeply upon is if, if even if it was possible which is not that someone was born in day one until 100 years old every day all day 24 hours a day they somehow had the capacity to just learn constantly for 24 hours retain all that information after 100 years guess what they still would only know a fraction of the truth that mm -hmm. the Lord has created and put in the world, right? How crazy is that? Right. And so if that's true, who am I to ever think that there's a time where I don't need to be taught something, right? There is so much wisdom in the world that the Lord has and has revealed to us. And I have a teeny tiny little piece. And by the Lord's kindness, that teeny tiny little piece has helped me be successful, right? But think about all the wisdom that all the people have around you, specifically those who know and love Christ and seek the scriptures for where the truth and the wisdom lie, right? I think that is an amazing concept and, and should keep us humble enough to say, teach me, right? I, I want to listen, as the scripture says, listen to advice and accept instruction that I may gain wisdom in the future. Hey, everyone. We want to give a special thank you to our Patreon supporters and our amazing sponsor, Rachel Inman of the Mortgage Mamas, for making this show possible. If you're looking for a lender who shares your same passion and heart for Jesus, reach out to Rachel today. So what do you think, Cody? We're talking about being a godly leader in this area, being teachable. How do we show up to a client? And we are meant to educate them, right? There's a huge piece of that. But how do we show up to a client with the heart of teachability? 
yeah, I think like you said before, it's like, it, it's extremely important just to listen and ask questions and let them feel like they're also bringing value. That's good. At- What's the point? What's the purpose then of being teachable? Like how, how, how can we equate Cody being a godly leader with being teachable? How do those things equate? Right. Cause a lot of people say, well, leaders are up there teaching and they tell everybody what to do and they do blah, 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 and go back and listen to our episode on the sermon leadership. But how do you equate being a godly leader and be teachable? How do those things mesh together? Yeah, I think I mentioned this on the last episode, but I think that, you know, those that follow this guidebook that we have as scripture, in my opinion, run the best businesses in a roundabout way. Whether you're whether you're a Christian or not, if you follow these principles, you know, in in this situation, you're teachable. You have the ability, I think, to relate to people on a deeper scale than in someone that does not have this, right? And so therefore your business runs better. It's more, you know, more fluent. People think of you better. So I, like I said, I mentioned that on the last episode. And I think that, you know, as we, this is much a very relationship-based business. And so through your teachability, you become more relatable to your clients as well. And they are more comfortable and confident in you and what they've asked you to do for them. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's good. That's good. I think from a from that specific example, if we're going to talk about the client relationship, it, how easy is it when you have your, let's talk about a listing presentation where it's rehearsed. I'm going to come in. This is what I talk about. These are my strengths. I want to talk about who I am, why I'm successful, why you should, whatever your formula is, like not pretending like it's that. Being teachable in those interactions is not doing the same thing over and over again. One person's motivation when you're walking into a room and getting to truly listen and know somebody, it might be speed, right? Like I just need to get out of this house because X has happened and I have a lot of emotional pain and I want to get out of here. Where another one might be, I need to make X number of dollars on this so that I can afford my dream home that that we're moving to that we're going to be in for forever. Whatever it is, teachability is adaptability. Teachability is being present in that space and laying down your predispositions and what you've thought was exactly how it was going to go to be fully present with the person in the space and to learn from them. You might not be learning anything tactical or practical or changing the way you run your business in those interactions, but you're learning how to emotionally connect and relate to somebody. You're gaining emotional knowledge in those spaces rather than you know how we, we talk about the tactics of running your business. What's more important is the emotional equation that goes into that. Yeah, you're learning how to best serve the client. Like you said, you're learning about what their goals are. And it's not always, like you said, to sell for the most money. A lot of times it's speed. They have to get out quick. And a lot of times it is. Like a lot of times it's, you know, they just want to ease a process. We've had multiple clients where we went in, you know, hey, I just don't want a lot of people come to our house. How fast can you sell this? Can you sell it off market? You know, and asking questions to, like you said, get down their level and learn about what their goals are. Let them teach you those things really lends to better serving the client for sure. Absolutely. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's, you know, being teachable means that we've got to recognize our way is not always the right way or not Mm -hmm. the only way, right? And that's hard because we come in and as agents, we're taught, here's what you do. Here's how this process works. And so you're going to tell them we're going to do X, Y, and Z, right? And sometimes that helps, but sometimes like you guys have both said, you missed the mark. You know, I heard it said once that you cannot influence someone until you have been influenced by them. 
So you cannot influence someone until you've been influenced by them. Meaning don't show up and say, let me tell you everything that this is how this works. Show up with questions. Hey, tell me about your experience. Why are you moving? What's going on here, right? What, what are you hoping to gain from this, right? Or when you, when you picture a new home, what does that look like for you? Paint a picture for me, right? And then you've opened the door to influence because you have allowed yourself and the teachability to be influenced by them and what's on their heart and what's on their mind, right? And I think, you know, when we ask those questions to understand them, and like you said, Cody and, and Tyler, we had a great guest on, Zach Falver, a friend of all of ours. And he said in every listing appointment, he says, what's most important to you? Fair, fast, fair, or hassle-free, right? And he listens. He allows himself to be taught by their answer. And then he serves them the way they're asking to be served. So mm -hmm. he's just listening. He's being teachable and is reacting to that to care for them well, like you were talking about, Cody. And I think that is extremely important for us, you know, in, in life and in business where when you guys, I want to wrap with this question, right? Because I think we all agree that being teachable is incredibly important for us to grow and learn. You can either learn from somebody else's experiences or you can learn from your own experiences. Learning from somebody else is way quicker, right? And typically way more effective. And so when it comes to having this heart of teachability, when it comes to being willing to sit under instruction of somebody else, listen to advice and accept instruction, as, as Proverbs says, are there specific people in your life that you are willing to do that from, that you have and say, these people, I will listen every time. I, I assume the role of being teachable when I have a conversation with them. Are there other people that you say, I come into this conversation and I want to have a heart posture of, of humility, but also like my guards up a little bit, which is a good thing, right? Do you guys have that experience? What, what do you think, T? What has that been like for you? Yeah, I, I mean, I think that knowing, depending on the space in which you are, you know, there is certainly, we've talked about knowledge and wisdom. We've talked about where you garner how you make decisions, where you're taking that true influence from and being really intentional and knowing what you're consuming. I struggle. I go back and forth. That's why I'm kind of, you know, mumbling over my words, stumbling over my words a little bit because there's there's so much good stuff out there in God's creation for us to take in and for us to grow from and for us to enjoy that if our guard's up too much, we're going to block it out and we're not going to be able to witness it. Um from a heart posture of aiming to guard our hearts, which we're also called to do. Like it's a really intricate balance of how much do we expose our hearts and our minds to the teaching that's out there versus guarding and protecting what we what we do. And that's why I like the image of chewing. Like when we're when we're gonna take something in, we're gonna consume that verb of consumption. We think about eating. Well, when you eat something, you don't just put it in your mouth and gobble it down or you're gonna choke it back up, right? You chew on it. And as you're chewing on it and you're you're pondering what you're taking in, you have a decision in that moment that if it's not good and if it's not what's right for me to be taking in, you can spit it out. But you've processed through it, you've you've indulged in it, and then you've chosen to not consume it. Whereas when something is good and it's hearty and it's true wisdom that is from a tremendous source that's going to be life-giving, that's when you consume it. So mm. uh, I think that there is everybody needs to have a real clean mirror. I love using that image, but it has needs to have a clean mirror on their ability to discern 
if they overconsume or if they have their guard up too much. And I think at that point, it's like the damper of how much information you willingly take in versus how much you kind of push away. And so did that make sense in terms of all that image? I I mean, I think exactly be teachable and discerning. Mm-hmm. Right. We we can't just assume a posture of teachable and let everyone influence us. Be discerning in what is said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Cody? Yeah, I I think that's that's the essence of true wisdom, honestly. Like the longer you mm-hmm. do this and the more people you meet, it becomes more and more yeah. important to really indulge yourself in what scripture actually says because you're gonna come across so many people that have no regard for teachability or anything that God's word says. You're gonna come across people that are like spot on that you want to be more like. You're going to come across people that on the surface look like they are living out God's word and stuff like that, but in essence, they're not as you learn. So like what Tyler was saying was being able to discern them is absolutely huge. And so just like our, our scripture says, listen to advice and accept instruction that you may gain wisdom in the future. I think like as you listen and you are teachable, you gain that wisdom through people and, and you begin to quickly discern who in your circle do you need to put your guard up? Do you need to be more, you know, discerning with and who can you run to like you guys and be like, all right, guards down. I'm mm-hmm. I trust you guys yeah. in my whole heart. That's mm-hmm. yeah. very, very important. That's good. Totally. That's a good word, man. Yeah. 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 It's good. Let's leave it there, buddy. So read, finish this up, Cody, with Proverbs 19, verse yeah. 20. Proverbs nineteen twenty. Listen to advice and accept instruction that you may gain wisdom in the future. Amen, Amen. to that. Yeah, faithful agents that are out there. If you're looking for a place to to learn, if you are looking to be surrounded by people that strive to be teachable, not always are, then join our faithful agent community. We would love to see you there. Go to faithfulagent.com, click on join our Facebook community. We'd love to connect with you there. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. Thanks to Short Shorts for always being an amazing guest host. (laughs) I hope that no one knows your real name. They just call you Short Shorts, but we love love you audience. Genuinely pray for us. We will pray for you to continue to do and, and live out the Lord's purpose for us. So we will see you next week on the next episode of the Faithful Agent Podcast. Hey, Faithful Agents, as always, thank you so much for joining us again. We hope you will continue to help us build the Faithful Agent community by sharing this episode with your friends, tagging the Faithful Agent group on Facebook, and by actually downloading this episode to help us beat the algorithms and get the good word out to other faithful real estate believers. Go to faithfulagent.com and click join our Facebook community to join us, and we will see you next week.